Now approaching the tee, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone. The PGA Tour has arrived in Palm Beach County. Featuring some of the best golfers from around the world and even better vibes, it's the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. Presented by Gosling's Rum, the official rum and ginger beer of the Cognizant Classic. Also brought to you by Eisner Amper, Kaiser University College of Golf, Celsius, Formula One Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix 2024, and the Palm Beach County Sports Commission. Let me ask you something, Theo. Stone, I'm going to ask you this as well. Do you believe in cosmic influences and i know for a second straight day it seems as if i'm getting into a weird place oh, because yeah. yesterday i was i was talking about the cosmos and uh, uh, mystical influences deep questions unanswered queries into our existence and into sports then by extension but i'm curious how much do you pay attention to say um, cosmic signs to your horoscope, things along those lines. Uh, me particularly, I'm a Gemini, so um, so you you stick you, you give that as an excuse for something, which means you believe. No, no. The problem is I, I I veer far away from it because back when I was single, I'm married now. Back when I was single, every time I said I was a Gemini, girls ran away. So I didn't know what the issue uh, was. What's the problem with Gemini? I don't know to oh. this day. Stone, do you know what guy. the problem with Geminis are? Uh, not a clue. Okay. Exactly. So I'm not into the horoscopes or the uh, astrologies and the signs mm -hmm. and the what's your sun and your moon. I don't care about any of that. I'm Theo. I'm Theo. Yeah, I'm Theo. Plain and simple, damn yeah. it. Uh, my wife is is very into horoscopes. Not necessarily, well, I guess horoscopes, but also uh, just astrology. astrology or at least influences, uh, card reading, things along those lines. Okay. Uh, Theo, or not Theo, you're Theo. Stone, Stone, uh, your your. Your amount of belief in the cosmos, in astrology. I believe it, but I refuse to learn about it. So I'm not going to dispute anybody that, that says sure. things exist because of it. Mm. Uh, all that stuff, I, I just refuse to learn about it. It's too much, too complicated. I think that's wildly reasonable. You believe what it sounds like. You believe in something called karma. Mm -hmm. would, you, would you say, Stone, you believe in karma? Theo, what are your thoughts on karma? Yeah, for sure. You know, what you reap what you sow. Yeah. I also believe in karma to an extent. You can give me the ding, too. Thank you. And one of the, one of the fortifying events that took place that has me absolutely believing in karma is what happened two nights ago in Portland, Oregon. Oh. When the Miami Heat, who went through an offseason of being jerked around by the most incompetent general manager in all of sports, the most petty, unprofessional turd that we have seen in sports over the last several years, Joe Cronin, he had to watch as his Portland Trailblazers, who just finished off 
with zero wins in the month of February. Mm. That's even with a leap year, mm. an extended day, and still zero wins in the month of February. That turd, Joe Cronin, who out of a selfish and petty nature kept Damian Lillard in his preferred destination, kept Damian Lillard from going to the Heat, even though Dame deserved the sun and the moon hey. from the Portland Trail Blazers. And what he got was a big pile of crap and got sent to Milwaukee. Uh, Joe Cronin had to sit there and suffer and watch as his team lost to the Miami Heat. Sat there and got dominated by Jaime Jaquez Jr., mm. who could have been on the Portland Trail Blazers in a Damian Lillard deal, and the Blazers would have been in a much better situation. But I'm telling you, watching that Two nights ago, the Heat go in, it was a pretty no, but beat the Blazers, continue their outstanding play since the All-Star break, and sticking it to Joe Cronin, who made himself look like an abject fool in the offseason and manhandled and mistreated the greatest player in Portland Trail Blazers history, all because he was upset that how dare the Heat be the preferred destination. That, to me, was proof karma exists. Mm. It felt so, so good. I was actually legitimately nervous before the game because I put stock in that. I wanted to see Joe Cronin hurt. And Joe Cronin <laughs> hurting the Trailblazers GM, feeling pain. He deserves nothing but bad things to come his way. That was karma in every sense of the word. Not only is it karma because he definitely deserved what the bad karma uh, served him in this uh, this humble pie. Winless in February, Theo. It's also literally reaping what you sow, mm. which is also a more mm. biblical, you know, rendition of what karma sure. is for people because sure. he had an opportunity in this offseason to move Damian Lillard in a win-win-win deal to the team he preferred to go to and also likely bring back a package to Portland that would have gotten him guys like Jaime Jaquez Jr. or Nikola Jovic or the Heat pick and whatever else they had on that roster that they were willing to move. He could have made that move and been a guy that did something in good faith for a franchise superstar and been a team and a franchise that can say we treat guys who stay locked in on Portland the right way, whether yep. they're here or on the way out. And if you think about it, not only does it look like he lost that trade, the team is now failing and suffering because of it. Damian Lillard, also on the other side of that thing, is suffering out in Milwaukee, saying he wishes they were like the Celtics right now. Mm -hmm. Like Everything that came out of that trade outside of Drew Holiday being able to go to the Celtics and them thriving seems like just an utter failure, and all of that ties back to your guy, J.C., Joe Cronin. Joe Cronin. Joe Cronin deserves all of the bad basketball things he gets. Yes. And I venture to guess that Joe Cronin, in the ultimate act of karma, will not be employed come the NBA draft. Mm. How about that for a big, bold NBA prediction, huh? You know, that, that would almost be too satisfying. I think the world and, and karma, it works, but sometimes it works a bit more slowly. That would be too satisfying. That to would see be that an expedited, expedited karma, but I'm telling you, yeah. This has been expedited karma, too. <laughs> An example of life comes at you fast. You don't send Damian Lillard to the Heat. You defy his wishes. He said, I want the Heat. Joe Cronin said, no. The Heat The heat made me mad, and my manhood's been challenged. So go to Milwaukee instead, and guess what? Winless February. Life comes at you fast. And you karma. Know, and you know who he did it for? He did it for Scoot Henderson. 
He did it for Scoot Henderson. He betrayed the trust not only of a franchise superstar but a fan favorite in the history of the Portland Trailblazers. There's maybe two or three guys that are up there in comparableness to how much the fans just were drawn to Damian Lillard. He did all of that for the hopes yep. that Scoot Henderson, yep. who's a good player, yep. he's a good dude, I'm sure, is going to be the guy to take that franchise to the next level, and that bet so far is not paying off. I think Joe Cronin is a perfect example of take care of your people. Take care of your people, because if you don't, karma comes around. By the way, karma, its core is Buddhist. Mm. Buddhist. Mm. Just so we're okay. on the same page. There we go. Just so we're on the same page, Buddhist. Do you want the Scoot Henderson stat line, by the way, this year so far? Yeah, let's do it. 12.9 points, 4.7 assists, and shooting below 40% from the field. And a winless February. Those are your Portland Trailblazers under general manager Joe Cronin. Yikes. I know this is coming off as petty, but honestly, it's karma. Joe Cronin brought this on himself because he dared to disrespect the Heat when the Heat should have had Damian Lillard. And meanwhile... The biggest matchup of the night tonight in the NBA, two teams on winning streaks, a rematch of the NBA Finals, the Heat, who are doing just fine, and the Denver Nuggets mm -mm. right here on ESPN 106.3, by the way. Ken, Theo, yeah. I don't know why it's taken this long, but you guys want to hear a few Jimmy Butler highlights from yeah, the 106-96 victory over How, the Portland Trailblazers? Jimmy Butler was a was, – I almost said a revelation. I mean, we know Jimmy. <laughs> Can we hear Jimmy Butler, Stone, if possible, getting it done on both ends of the floor against Joe Cronin's guys. Point or a rebound yet tonight. Grant stripped by Butler and taken back by Kamara. Butler does it again. Whatever it takes Who's for Jimmy Butler's fourth steal. Nice entry to Ben. He gets wrapped up for game for Miami. Simons. Saw Bam rip right through his foul. That's an excellent read there by Jimmy Butler. First sure pursuit is. to come down it with the sure ball. Is karate. That's Eric Reed. And that is Bally Sports South Florida. That is in that sequence. Jimmy Butler, two steals and an assist and an N1 from Bam Adebayo. Mm. That's the way the Heat are playing right now. Meanwhile, the Portland Trailblazers, Joe Cronin, GM, decided that I'm not going to send Damian Lillard to the Heat, the place he specifically requested, because I'm upset. I'm mad that uh, something didn't go my way. And so forget the heat. I'm not going to follow Damian Lillard's wishes, best player in Trailblazers history. And instead, I'm going to put myself in a situation where karma comes back to bite me in the backside. And that's what Joe Cronin's living right now. What is your favorite moment of sports karma? Because i got to say, that was right up there two nights ago. The heat in person sticking it to Joe Cronin. Mm. The state of both franchises sticking it to Joe Cronin. And I, I, don't, I don't personally want anything bad to happen to Joe Cronin, but what, from a basketball perspective, Joe Cronin deserves all the bad things that have come his way and will continue to come his way. What is your favorite moment of sports karma? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Your favorite moment of sports karma. You know why I also believe karma exists? And I think in a previous life at the very least, Theo, mm. we've done something right. Because we sit here at beautiful PGA National, Ron wow. one Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches, overlooking the 10th tee, and I tell you, it doesn't get much better than this, man. The sun, it's out, but some cloud cover, making sure that it's comfortable out. You've got the Tetanj flowing, the Champagne Lounge right across from us. You've got beautiful people walking by. I tell you what, karma has come back our way in spades. PGA National Resort and Spa, 
um, one of the most beautiful places to be able to not just enjoy the ambiance, but especially this time of year for the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches to enjoy some good golf, right? We have a good view this year, too. We're like right here sitting, what, is this the, the ninth tee This right is number here? 10, 10 tee box. 10 tee box right here. We're sitting here facing right at the 10 tee box, so we're seeing everybody as they come by and, and, uh, and, and take their swings off here to get out of there. And, and one thing I do want to encourage them is the new – um, what what rank would you say I am on the show in golfing? Am I the third best golfer on the show? Oh no, you're. Uh, I think you're probably the second best yeah, golfer second best? on the show okay. because I am a distant third, right, Stone? Taking phones here, guys, but I heard <laughs> Ken distant third. Let me go with yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know what's funny is that of course the phones are blowing up anytime we have a chance to talk karma and pettiness. Oh, yeah. I think they go hand in hand, yeah. and that's why. I love our listeners because you guys appreciate karma, appreciate pettiness. Well, can I give my biggest piece of sports karma? Um, the karma yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, just for the record, yeah. Stone, number one golfer on the show. He is. Theo, number two golfer. And then there's a wide golf. And then there's, whether you, yeah. a wide golf. And then I am the huh. worst golfer. So it's a show. wide golf. A wide golf, golf when games. we're talking golf. Oh, that's pretty yeah, good. That's pretty, that's pretty good. You know what? We're a successful radio show for a reason. Yes. Uh, so come by and see us, by the way. We're right across from 10T if you're coming out to PGA National for the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. Theo, when have you seen sports karma rear its head and you say to yourself, damn it, do I appreciate that? Well, you know, Joe from Jupiter is going to love this one. And Dallas when I, fan. When I say he's going to love this one, that Dallas fan, him, I, I really mean he's going to hate it. <laughs> because I, for one, and I didn't get to live in the midst of their boisterousness and their confidence and their beating everybody over the head with their success, but I, for one, have heard the tales of the 90s when, quote-unquote, America's team. America's team Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys Aikman, reigned. Smith, Irvin. Heavy. Troy Aikman, right? Novacek. Uh, Michael Irvin, who you still hear from. I mean, these guys, they're, they're so big at what they did in the 90s. They're uh -huh. still on our TV screens left and right. Right. Between Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin, and, and, and uh, Troy Aikman. All of that pounding their chest. America's team. The Cowboys rule all. It starts with them boys. Hold up, we them boys. All of that talk. All of that, um, what you call it, it's not bravado. It's bravado. All of that, I feel like, is the reason why the Dallas Cowboys, since then, in my lifetime, have continued to get close and fail, to get to the big stage and disappoint, to lead everybody into believing in them, only to let them down. So the I, Cowboys' success of the 90s and yes. the continued bravado as if it's still America's team, it's karma that they don't win anything any longer. And it goes back to one man. It goes back to one man. Right to the top. And that's Jerry Jones, who also, as the leader of the Cowboys in that era, when their fans were so just unconsciously uh, just rude and, and boisterous and happy, he also was the guy that wanted to be, look at me, I'm the man, I'm the one who did it, not Jimmy Johnson, not the players. It's Jerry Jones that is the reason why the Dallas Cowboys has had success. He's tried to soak up and bask in all of the wins and glory that they got, and guess how much he's gotten since he hasn't really pointed the finger to the people that did the work. Nothing. Jerry Jones is one of the biggest examples of the sweet, sweet vengeance of karma because though he got everything and he had it all and he was on top, 
I feel like he handled things the wrong way, and so did that fan base. And they, they're getting everything they deserve in the past three decades. How about them Cowboys? That's pretty good. That, How that, about You know what? I like that dismount right there. What, what is your favorite example? Of sports karma, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Maybe you're a practicing Buddhist, uh, and uh, karma is one of your core beliefs. Or you just sort of believe that karma is just a thing. Mm. It's part of our material universe. Uh, it is an unspoken truth. I tend to believe that. What's your favorite example of sports karma? Me watching the Heat beat the Blazers, and that bum Joe Cronin two nights ago, that right there, that right there was enough for me to say, yep, karma is real. Theo says, karma, my favorite sports karma, all of that Cowboys dominance in the early 90s, and the braggadocio, and Jerry Jones, and him becoming the man, bigger the main life. thing, Jerry bigger World. than life. He hasn't won a single thing since. That is his favorite sports karma. What is your favorite sports karma? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, social media, at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. May I suggest, by the way, may I suggest to you that, and I, I don't condone injury as karmic, but I've, I've read it. I've seen it. Mm. Aaron Rodgers, what happened to him? Oh, I, I, I knew it was going to come up. I knew it was going to come up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I almost brought it up, but I didn't want to, again, injury, you don't want to say that karma comes back to you in the form of an injury, especially one that like that. I think it's more the karma, the more of the karma in that story is him trying to act um, like a know-it-all, better than everybody, Western medicine ain't got nothing on what I got, and I'm going to come back. And then just to end up still doing those podcasts from that little stretcher bed thing he was on, I think that's the karma. Uh, so, so what I'm hearing here is you are endorsing that there is there is some karma involved with the Aaron Rodgers Achilles. With him thinking he knows more than all the doctors in America, and then him saying also that I'm going to come back quicker than anybody has ever from Achilles injury, and then him not doing it. I mean, there's a little karma in that. There's got to be. You have to feel it, Stone. Uh, that, by the way, is the guy walking by that I thought looked like Brian Kelly. That is not Brian Kelly. Um, wonder if he's gotten that before. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, LSU, you're right. Uh, that, that looked you're like LSU right. head coach Brian Kelly. Confirmed, not that's LSU not Brian head Kelly. coach. Oh, look, we got Brian a guy at LSU. Oh, there is an yes. LSU fan, and he said, <laughs> guys, that is not Brian, Brian Kelly. But he looks okay? like him a little He kind of looked like Brian Kelly, especially a if he bit. came up. Yeah. Brian, fake Brian Kelly, if he came up and was like, hello. He's like, hello, boys. Yeah. How's your family? Then yeah. I'd say, oh, my God, it might be Brian Kelly. <laughs> family. Yeah. family. Family. What is your favorite sports karma? Your favorite example of sports karma over the years? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. All right, let's not make it as severe with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like the injury. Again, I don't want personal uh, injury. I just want hurt feelings. <laughs> I don't want personal injury. I just want hurt feelings in my karma. Yeah, I think um, what you guys – or not thinking about is you're making these funny ha-has about all Aaron Rodgers. Karma will come back and bite you guys in the behind. Talking about laughing, just making jokes about this guy getting bro, hurt. I mean, this I is, a, this is a human hurt, being bro. we're talking about. Bro, I had a former life as a Bears fan where Aaron Rodgers kicked our ass every single year. Yeah. Okay? Like, I'm not worried about any Aaron Rodgers-related karma. Yeah. Okay? I'm, I'm, I think I'm okay on that. I already man. felt pain from that, so I'm fine. Uh, here, here. How about this? How about this? The Jets... 
putting all their eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket mm. and making absolutely no headway. Sure. And now uh, there's questions about whether or not Aaron Rodgers is just flat out running the show there in New York. That seems like that could be a less invasive example of karma. Is that, is that at least a little less severe, Stone? 100%. Okay. Okay. Because, again, we're not wishing injury no. on anybody. And like we're not wishing I, injury. Like I said with Aaron Rodgers, it's not about him getting injured. It's about him thinking he was so good and so smarter than all the medicine doctors out there that he's going to come back faster only to watch his team get bounced and him not also be ready to come right. back. So, you know. He was wrong. He, he was wrong. Yeah. Uh, your favorite example of sports karma, 888-760-3776. It is a Thursday, which means a wheel of topics here on the Vicar Theo and Stone. It is a Thursday, which means Evan Cohen from Unsportsmanlike will join us at 1245. Uh, also, too, did we see – was that Michelle Smaltman out here yesterday? Who, was uh, I don't know. I don't know. Was she, was she on the show today? Stone, was she on the show today with Evan? Yeah. 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 Okay, so she wasn't down here. It looked no. like her. All right, never you, mind. You are getting terrible at these lookalikes. I'm telling you, man. And why does he keep going you know, for it? Huh? He, he is just going for it. He goes for it every yeah, time. I know. Like, but I probably, now that I'm 0 for 2 and a vast 0 for 2 yeah. of people that look like people I know, uh, I should probably just stop. Yeah, but like that guy kind of looks like a shaved Randy Johnson. Well, let's just think it about. It does kind of look like a Randy Johnson. Oh, Let me my see. God. Let's just think about how crazy the Michelle Smallman one is, right? Because you guys are at PGA National. Yes. And he picked out a beautiful blonde woman. Yes. Which you know what she looked like. Uh, right. I mean, you said she looked like Michelle Smallman. Like, okay. So, right. so we're talking like there's. I mean, that's just really, really crazy. Well, you know uh, what made me think that though is that wasn't Michelle's mom? Didn't she? She, was she, she came here. into the to the office, and yeah. so I thought that maybe she'd come down to hang out with mom, uh, and maybe he'd come out to the Cognizant Classic in the Palm sense. Beaches, right? So I think that was my context clue there. First day there, Ken. I know you guys were there yesterday, but there weren't as many people. Any Lily Pulser going on out there? Any of the classic fits? All right. When we, when, uh, before two o'clock, well, yeah, there was a lot of Lily Pulitzer. Uh, and since it is day one of the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches, it is tradition where I tell my story of trying to uh -oh. book for an interview a deceased Lily Pulitzer. So we'll tell that story before 2 o'clock because it's one of the top three most embarrassing things I've ever done in my entire career. Timing is everything, man. Oh, my God. And she had been dead for quite some time, yeah. by the way. Not good. Uh, what is your favorite example of sports karma? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Hey, a reminder, the official rum and ginger beer, the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches, is God. Goslings, Goslings family owned and operated since 1806. You're in good hands with Goslings, or should we say with Goslings in your hand? <laughs> oh. The official sponsor of the best party in golf, the Bear Trap on the 17th hole in the 16th green. Try all new Peach Goslings ginger beer and a peach dark and stormy cocktail, or sip on ultra smooth Goslings spirited seas, ocean aged rum. The good life awaits you with Goslings, the official rum of leisure, 21 and over. Drink responsibly. That's Goslings. And for the record, if you come out to see us here, just off the 10th tee at the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. No, the Gosling's tonic water or the dark and stormy that we have on our table. No, it is not for taking. It is not for your consumption because A, we're not allowed to give out alcohol and B, it's roughly going to be about 99 degrees and yeah. you're not going to want to drink it. Okay? So there's your Hands warning. Don't, don't come up to our table and ask us, hey, can I grab this dark and storm no. stormy in a can? The answer is no, no for a multitude of reasons. What is your favorite example of sports karma? 
We'll hit the phones, and we will go to uh, the social media uh, when we come back. By the way, Stone is giving me breaking news. Stone, are you safe, by the way? Can you give me some breaking news? Can uh, you give me, yeah, sure, sure. Can you give me some breaking news here? Breaking news on ESPN 106.3 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right, right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Breaking news out of the ESPN West Palm, the Square Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. The fire alarm is blaring wow. right now. Can we hear this, Stone? Can you can you turn up your mic? Can we hear this yeah, over the air? See. Can we hear it? No? If the fire... Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, man. So are you safe? Is there an actual uh, conflagration? What's happening here? Shouldn't you be leaving the studio? All right. I've yet to communicate with a human being so far. I've yet to open the door, actually. I thought about putting the doorstop on my end, so I locked myself in here because I'm staying right here. Oh, my God. I ain't going anywhere. That is loyalty right there. You, my friend, are putting a radio station and ESPN West Palm above all, and for that I appreciate you. I'm not leaving. Me me continuing this segment uh, without Stone being able to check if there's an actual fire, probably not conducive to his health, so we'll do that. And by the way, in the meantime, Go ahead and give us a call, 888-760-3776, your favorite moment of sports karma. Maybe some of you think that the fire alarm's going off during our show in Stone right be now it. being trapped in that building. Uh, that could be an example of sports karma. Who knows? Everybody has a different definition. What's your favorite example of sports karma? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, social media, at KLV1063. That's Theo. He's Stone. I'm Ken. Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches, day one, right here on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to LaVica, Theo, and Stone, the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches edition, presented by Gosling's Rum, the official rum and ginger beer of the Cognizant Classic. Also brought to you by Eisner Amper, Kaiser University College of Golf, Celsius, Formula One Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix 2024, and the Palm Beach County Sports Commission. Stone... Do you still have the fire alarm blaring in the the square studios in downtown West Palm Beach? There's our answer. Wow. That is a yes. Uh, Free stone, baby. Yeah. I, like, is everything okay? I want to make sure if you have to evacuate our yeah. building, I don't want you uh, – I appreciate your loyalty uh, and uh, the way you've applied yourself to the success of ESPN West Palm in this show, but you can evacuate if need be. Listen, I'll tell you what. The only person who's getting my ass out of this chair is a firefighter. Oh. Okay. Uh, and you should say, hey, big boy, you have to carry me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Somewhere uh, someone's having a uh, – that's a dream scenario. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've been talking sports karma, examples of sports karma, your favorite examples of sports karma. Me watching Joe Cronin's Portland Trailblazers just getting their nose rubbed in it in the month of February. They are arguably, if not definitely, the worst team in the NBA, all while – Joe Cronin disrespected Damian Lillard's wishes to get traded to the Heat, and now the Blazers are a blip on the NBA radar. The Heat, even without Damian Lillard, are still surging. They've got the Nuggets tonight here on ESPN 106.3, but the Heat going to Portland two nights ago and said, hey, Joe Cronin, eat it. Here's an L. 
Oh, God, it felt good. It felt so good. Uh, Theo says his his example of a, his favorite example of sports karma, the 90s braggadocio of the Dallas Cowboys, the dominance, and then Jerry Jones mm. and the ego. Oh, we almost had a rear-ending accident here with uh, carts, by the way, here at the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. A near catastrophe. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, man. I, I used to work at a country club. They'll handle it. Yeah. It's fine. Insurance. You can run it. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, but uh, uh, he says that the Dallas Cowboys' lack of success since, that is his favorite example of sports karma. What's yours? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Stone, shall we go to the phones if you're still alive? We shall. We have Kate in West Palm Beach. Uh, is this this is our our Kate Chumslin who you uh, watch ESPN West Palm play? Uh-huh. We love him dearly, and we bring him into our sports radio bosom here on this Thursday. Hi, Cade. How's it going, guys? How's the cog? Uh, the cog is excellent. The Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches is absolutely perfect, pristine. We almost saw a catastrophic rear-ending incident <laughs> with two golf carts. Uh, it's chaos all around. Uh, Cade, what is your favorite example of sports karma? Well, Theo mentioned a America's team. Let me tell you about the America's team now from Texas that actually wears the red, white, and blue, and that Ooh. would be my Houston Texans. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, in 2017, we drafted this unbelievable quarterback named Deshaun Watson, Uh-oh. and he was supposed to be the savior of the franchise. And a few years later, after, after a couple good few seasons, let's just say he fell off the rails, right? And he in no longer wanted ways. to be part of us. Yes. In a multitude of ways that will be unnamed on this show. Well, the Cleveland oh, Browns decide to go out of their way and make him the most Paid quarterback Mm -hmm. in the entire NFL. What has he done since? Not only has he not played half a season two years in a row, but the first time Houston actually finds a replacement for him, the two teams face off in a glorious playoff matchup at Houston NRG Stadium. And my Texans, led by C.J. Stroud, absolutely wiped the floor yep. with the Browns, with Deshaun Watson gloriously sitting on the bench. Oh. My favorite karma moment. That's good stuff, Kate. And oh. one of the rare instances with Deshaun Watson, and you're talking sports karma, where the karma extends past sports and gets into just, well, life in general. Oh, yeah. Deshaun Watson, uh, yes, he got paid, but also him getting paid, going to Cleveland, uh, getting a another chance, and then things uh, getting outplayed by Joe Flacco. Oh, my goodness. And conceivably, potentially losing his job here in the near future. Uh, them at least having to maybe look in certain different directions. That is karma that leaks outside of sports and gets into society. Oh, man. The Cleveland Browns also are feeling the brunt end of that one. Deshaun Watson got to just be humiliated. And I remember seeing him recently on a podcast uh, talk about how, like, yo, you know, it's it's C.J. Stroud's town now. I'm happy for him. You know, trying to almost wish him the best and say that he could be, like, the big homie for Stroud. And I'm like, everybody in the city limits of Houston – uh, anybody affiliated with the NFL or with common sense don't want you nowhere near right. uh, C.J. Stroud. Yeah, don't even mention his name. Like, don't, don't even <laughs> mention his name. Don't even put that into the universe. You lost the privilege of being the big homie. Right, yeah. right. So, so get C.J. Stroud's name 
out, out your, your mouth. mouth. That's yeah. right. Uh, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Also, uh, forget the Anthony Richardson injury for a second because Anthony Richardson, I don't want to see him injured. I don't like to see him injured. And again, we've dictated when it comes to sports karma. I guess unless you're a dirtbag like Deshaun Watson, we're not condoning injuries as the uh, as the, the punishment yeah, for, for bad karma. I choose to look at, though, the way Anthony Richardson was treated as basically Christ on earth uh, leading into last year's draft. My God, he jumped so high. My God, he carried this old woman across the street. Oh, my goodness. He he has uh, helped famine, uh, and he has helped uh, – he, he's, he's, he's helped wheat grow from yes, famine. Yes, yes. Uh, he could do no wrong. He was uh, impermeable to any sort of, of criticism. Meanwhile, C.J. Stroud – Oh, look at what he did on his, his Wonderlick oh, test. What a dummy. Uh, you can't draft him. C.J. Stroud is a trash bag. Also, At, Ohio State quarterback. Ohio State quarterback, no success ever. C- yeah. And then how karmic was it after all that? C.J. Stroud getting dragged through the mud, having his name tarnished. What does he do this year? Rookie of the year. Come on. And he throws the Texans into the playoffs. That right there is a great example of feel-good sports karma right there. Great good sports karma. But, again, um, I, I don't want to go the Anthony Richardson injury route. No. I want to focus more on the C.J. Stroud being a badass route. I mean, you could also throw Bryce Young in there as well because as much as Anthony Richardson was getting the hype machine, he was the third quarterback draft. Sure. It was, it was Bryce Young who was the cream of the crop, the uh, the jewel of the, of the draft there. And here it is, C.J. Stroud, the number two guy. Uh, the less heralded guy, and the guy that went to a Houston Texans team that everybody had written off because they got a rookie head coach, a rookie offensive coordinator, and a bunch of unknown dudes on that roster, and they're the ones that not just made the playoffs, Ken, but won a playoff game. That's right. That's, That's pretty right. big. Yeah, it That's is pretty, pretty big. big. Uh, what is your favorite example of sports karma? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The socials are open at KLV1063, where we have a bunch of entries. We'll get to those. Uh, but also when we come back, Evan Cohen, you hear him every single day on Sportsman, like 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN1063. A frequenter of the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches himself, but not this year. At least I don't think so. I haven't heard that he's coming down for the Cognizant Uh-oh. Classic in the Palm Beaches. Pull what if he just showed up at the tent? Pull up on what if he just showed yeah. up at the tent and then minutes. I would look like an idiot? Uh, but uh, Evan Cohen will, I do know this, will join us in just a couple of minutes for his regular Thursday spot. And because it's Thursday, wheel of topics. We brought out the WD-40. We've looped it up and it's ready to spin the wheel of topics. That comes up at 1 o'clock. We are at the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. Well, Theo and I are. Stone is back in what we hope is not a charred out shell of our the square studios in downtown west palm beach how we doing on that fire alarm stone (laughs) don't even joke about that is it still going it is still going jesus like it's pretty clear that you're not in imminent danger but now i'm just worried for your brains being scrambled at this point that's got to be infuriating torture well 
Seems like he's broken. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's broken. He's suffering. All right, we'll, we'll, let, uh, we'll let Stone recover. Hopefully that, uh, that shuts off at some point. When we come back, Evan Cohen joins us. That's Theo Stones. Hopefully going to make it there in West Palm. I'm Ken, and this is LaVica, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. <laughs> You're listening to LaVica, Theo, and Stone, the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches edition, presented by Gosling's Rum, the official rum and ginger beer of the Cognizant Classic. Also brought to you by Eisner Amper, Kaiser University College of Golf, Celsius, Formula One Crypto.com Miami Grand Prix 2024, and the Palm Beach County Sports Commission. Day one of the Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. We were out here yesterday for the Pro-Am and yeah. got uh, got stood up by uh, by David Ortiz. Not once, but twice. Yeah. Uh, we had an ESPN West Palm Play interview. Nope. Radio interview. Nope. Over two. But you know what? Today's going really well, and yeah. we're not getting stood up by Evan Cohen, and we appreciate him for that. You hear him every day, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3, part of the unsportsmanlike crew with Michelle Smallman and Chris Canty. He joins us every single Thursday here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Uh, Evan, how about that? David Ortiz just, uh, just, just standing us up here at PGA National. Better man than me. I wish I would have followed his lead. <laughs> I knew that that was coming. Knew that was coming. Uh, should I, with you on right now, Evan, should I tell my Lily Pulitzer story? Oh, my God. You want to do that to yourself? Yeah, yeah let's do it. All well, right. I guess yes would be the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's set the scene. It's uh, 2018, and uh, I am hosting a show called ESPN West Palm Tonight where we have our great partners on. Uh, we're talking about different uh, elements of the community. Uh, Cyrus Wittig, our Cyrus Wittig now hosts yes, the yes. show ESPN West Palm Tonight. And it was getting close to Honda Classic time, and Lily Pulitzer, the uh, Palm Beach-based fashion brand that's become so synonymous with golf uh they wanted uh they were a, a great partner and still are a great partner of the cognizant classic in the palm beaches but uh we were going to do an, an interview with somebody from lily pulitzer to talk about what they were debuting at the pga tour event nice. that given year so what did i do i reached out to their media relations people and i said hey any chance we can get lily pulitzer on for an interview here in the next couple of weeks keep in mind this was 2018 mm. lily Pulitzer had been dead for five years huh. at that point. Five years at that point. Huh. And uh, that email, I had CC'd one of our teammates. Oh. That teammate proceeded to just tell everybody at ESPN West Palm that I tried to book a dead woman for an interview. And not recently dead, but long dead. And that is a top three embarrassing moment in what's been a career of embarrassments for yours truly. Can I ask one question? Yeah. What well, was the uh, response on that email from the media? I had to send a follow-up email that said disregard my previous. <laughs> oh, email. that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a bad. couple of parts of this that's, that's amazing. So, first of all, I actually don't even remember who the teammate was that forwarded along to everybody, but oh. I do know that uh, you know I I've been on ESPN West Palm since 2003. Obviously, in the last uh, five or six months, differently than I ever was previously, because now doing a national show that's heard locally, obviously, versus a local show right. at that time. So when I was doing the local show at that time, that took over the entire show. I mean, that is, I'm pretty sure uh -huh. we then took calls right. from fans right. of guest requests of like, hey, Evan, you should have Babe Ruth on today. What do you think? Could be a good spot. And like, that's all we did. Uh -huh. But there is, you know, there are very few positives with Ken. This one, I would say, 
is not one, but I would say that there is actually a positive in this. And, and here's the here's the positive. Uh-huh. So, like for example, let's just say let's say tonight Heat Nuggets game on ESPN 106.3 Finals rematch, right? Yep. Let's say Jimmy Butler drops 60 points tonight, oh. right? Old school sports radio is, hey, we got to go get somebody on to talk about Jimmy Butler dropping 60. My mentality is, well, why don't you get Jimmy Butler on? Not easy to do, right. but that's where you should start. So there is a positive <laughs> that can at least started with Lily Pulitzer and uh-huh. not a representative from the company. Right. The problem is she's not alive. Right, right. That, just a minor speed bump, the whole living thing, uh, yeah. when trying to, uh, to, to book Lily Pulitzer. You're right. I went right for the top, though. I went Smart right man. for the top. Ambitious. Unfortunately, it was already six feet under. Uh, Evan Cohen with us on Sportsman like 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen. You mentioned the heat. I'm glad you did, Evan. Uh, we've been talking about sports karma. How satisfying was Tuesday night in Portland? The Heat didn't play well, but to, to stick it to Joe Cronin and finish off a winless February for the Blazers, how good did that feel? I mean, you're talking as if <clears> – excuse <throat> me. The masses know who Joe Cronin is. The general manager of the Blazers, nobody cares. Miami Twitter cares. Nobody actually cares about that guy. And I say that for two reasons. One, by making bad moves over and over again, you make yourself completely irrelevant where no one cares about you, right? And no one actually cares about the Portland Trailblazers and their general manager. But when I think about the Heat right now and how they're playing – I think that's what's starting to get people to care because they are winning in all of these circumstances. And I think the bigger picture issue than the specifics of this random guy is like, hey, Hall of Fame player was rumored to go to the Heat. They didn't get it done, and they're still in the same spot. They would have been with Hall of Fame player probably. Yep. Right? I mean, like, are we sure that they would have had so much better, uh, such a better record with Dame Lillard? Maybe. I'm not saying I wouldn't want Dame Lillard. And I'll go as far to say as I expect these trade rumors to restart after the season. Because I expect him at some point, if they don't win a championship in Milwaukee, to be like, hey, like, maybe this just isn't for me life-wise. Can we revisit a couple of things? And I actually think that he'd have a lot of pieces right now, oddly enough, that the Bucks would want, including Terry Rozier. And not that I'm trying to trade him. My point is, I actually don't think that's over. Maybe you guys think I'm nuts, really? but I don't think the Dame Lillard thing is over. I think it's just different than it was last summer. Let me ask you this, though. So, say the Heat try to engage the Bucks in trade talks. Oh, uh, does, I always feel like there is this trepidation in dealing with the Heat because of the Heat reputation of being able to take anything and make a contender out of it. There's almost like a screw the Heat type of attitude that I don't understand. Do you really think the Bucks would engage in talks with the Heat, or would it take Damian Lillard requesting a trade again, which I highly doubt he would do? Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, and I think there are definitely teams across sports that, like, are we sure we want to trade with them? Like, don't they know better than we do kind of thing? I think the Bucks have proven to be a smart organization. I, I thought you were going somewhere else, which I thought it was interesting, and you kind of went there, but I'll bring it up. Like, the idea of rivals trading with each yeah, other. Yeah. Right? And it, it, the Heat and Bucks are kind of a new-ish rivalry, but, like, I don't know. Ken, you grew up in Chicago. The White Sox and Cubs don't trade with each other a lot. Other than Sammy Sosa. You, know, you grew up in Texas. Like, Right, but, uh, okay, well, I mean, you grew up in Texas, like, the Houston and Dallas trade each, with each other a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
I, I don't know. I think that's such an interesting thing in itself. And then it's like, okay, so I know a guy's not that good anymore. Now let me trade him to my rival because I want to actually play this guy multiple times a year, i.e. Belichick trading Bledsoe to the Bills. You know, like these rival kind of trades are so interesting over the course of sports history. I'll take it one step further, though, too there, Evan, which is a good point. The Heat and Bucks are one of the bigger rivals in the East specifically right now. There are also two teams on similar timelines who are both in win-now mode. So that's the only reason why I feel like a Dame Lillard trade from the Bucks to the Heat would be so hard to facilitate. It's like not only will we be giving a contender – at the same time of us contending an elite-level player, we also would want elite-level talent back because they're also trying to win a championship right now. Like, I think the only way we would get Lillard in that scenario right. have to request we'd be it. in the heat. He would have to request a trade, but then also I think the Bucks would have to be moving their timeline somehow. I don't know. Yeah, they you're right. No, there's, there's a part of that. There's no question. I mean, you guys are onto something with that. But, yeah, I mean, listen, anytime when you're talking about the sports karma, which I know has been a conversation today, yep. like anytime you can – kind of pay back that other team or person or something from a sports perspective, it's amazing. Like, I was thinking about this knowing you guys are talking about it. What's my best version of it? Yep. You know that Roger Goodell had to hand the trophy to Tom Brady the year he suspended him for Deflategate, which uh. is literally nothing. And, like, if you read about it, which I guess Ken knows, pathetically I did, all 200-plus pages all of that All of them. Where it, like, yes. literally can yeah, it confirms it didn't happen. Like, in the actual report, they just knew that nobody would read it. It confirms it, that it didn't happen. <laughs> think about that. You suspend a guy. We know why Brady was suspended. Brady was suspended because they destroyed tapes 10 years earlier at Spygate, right? Yep. You're, you're suspending the guy, and then at the end of the season, it's like, oh, and here's the, the most important trophy in this sport. You want to talk about sports karma. I mean, give me something more sports karma than that. That's right up there. Hey, let's talk about this sports karma. I'm just curious because this uh, this this Patriots expose is going to come out. Uh -oh. And it just seems like every time I read about it, it's more and more of players opening up about how difficult it was to work with and be around Bill Belichick. It's almost coming off like this is going to be a very pylon Bill Belichick type of thing. How do you, you're the ultimate Bill Belichick guy. Uh, how are you going to consume this? Well, I do consume it. It's already out. I mean, I watched it. So it's been out for weeks. Um, and it's not, I mean, it's not like a pro Belichick thing, but I'll tell you, it's interesting to me because like, they tell a story early on how in that first year that, that when Bledsoe got hurt, Robert Kraft, Palm Beach County resident or part-time resident, like, didn't want Brady to be the quarterback. He wanted Bledsoe to still be the quarterback when Bledsoe was cleared to play, and Belichick's like, no, he's gonna, he, the other guy's going to be the quarterback. So, like, it's so interesting because the next two episodes they're going to release, which is uh, Friday or tomorrow, I should say, um, they are going to get into the Malcolm Butler, Butler benching in the Super Bowl, and they're going to get into the Aaron Hernandez stuff. But they talk about Spygate, Ken, and Belichick's like, yeah, I already talked about that. But he doesn't say anything. <laughs> it's just un and they, but they, I don't remember this. They play an interview that they must have done on 60 Minutes with Armin Katayan. For CBS, uh -huh. and Belichick was like pretty honest and revealing in that. Now, uh, Kraft ripped him for Spygate, so I mean it's been great so far. 
uh, in fact, I talked to Damian Woody on the on the show this morning about uh-huh. it, former Patriot. And one of the, the the moment that this is a good one for you guys. The moment that Damian Woody and he talks about this on the documentary was won over by Tom Brady. Was first year Brady was the starter. A Thursday night, there was a barbecue place that they went to down the street from the facility. Brady goes with the offensive lineman to the barbecue place and out drinks Damian Woody and all the linemen. And at that moment, they're like, all right, he's the real deal. Not from football. He out drinks them all. Mr. Health himself, Tom Brady, before the uh, TB12 died. My goodness. And and by the way, Evan, you're right. I should probably watch the uh, first two episodes of of the Dynasty. uh, Well, the first four episodes are already out, and you're very behind on that. Jesus, that's almost halfway to the ten. All right. Well, on that note, that's quite a dismount. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Evan, thank you as always. And uh, I'll do more on-the-fly math, and maybe I'll be more further behind on the Dynasty when we talk next Thursday, okay? But don't worry. Conference USA seeds 8 through 10. Ken will have you covered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Evan, thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right, guys, see ya. That is Evan Cohen on Sportsmanlike, uh, 6 to 10 a.m. every single day here on ESPN 106.3. Have you caught any of the Dynasty? Uh, no. Also, Ten-part documentary. Does he know it's I'm, the American now, by the way? Uh, I didn't want to correct yeah, him. I didn't but want yes, either. I thought he was making a joke, like I being behind. So. Well, oh, no, I, oh, was okay. that a joke or no. was he was that he him making up. a mistake? Yeah. What do we – so you think it was a I mistake? I think he screwed up. This is the first year of FAU being in the American Athletic Conference. He's thinking it's Conference USA still. He, yeah. He's, you know, it's okay, though. He's, right. he's, he's, not, he's not been in Palm Beach County, just his voice. Looks like I've got some binge watching to do this week so I can catch up with all the uh, Patriots wackiness. Are you interested in any of that? Uh, for discussing it with Evan and taking shots at Belichick purposes, the answer to that is yes. I think that would be my only the purpose as well. The answer to that is yeah. uh, is yeah. is yes. Uh, when we come back, we'll give you a leaderboard report here from PGA National Cognizant Classic in the Palm Beaches. Wheel of topics as Wheel well. Wheel of topics. topics. We are packed on a Thursday. Boy, does that wheel sound great. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3.